You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening.com podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, we've got uh, Double Duty on King Arthur and Alien Covenant. Right. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's kind of interesting because I was just going through some of the old podcasts and, you know, went back to Beauty and the Beast when it was our... Our biggest. Oh, that was just like a month ago podcast. Our biggest difference. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just looking through some stuff and uh, going through blog talk radio stuff and yeah. uh, and actually a few things like kind of uploading the, the ones that we did not too long ago. Yeah, the, I've noticed that the those audio are... to blog talk. Yeah, there were a bunch that filled in and uh, just kind of playing around with what we're doing. So I was just going back to that one and it being the wild amount of difference that we had. Yeah. And uh, over the last few weeks and how we haven't really liked a lot of things. Yeah. And now we get to do King Arthur and Alien Covenant. So this will <laughs> this, be big. This will be a this big, put us on fun, the... fun, fun-filled yeah. episode. Did you see, uh, just because I'd like to bring it down a little, do you see Roger Moore died? No. Yeah, they, that, was that, about, like... that was about a half hour ago. Oh, God, the, I the... was going to say, that had to be... Just recently, it was, it because was, I don't know how maybe I would not maybe know just that. a little bit more. Maybe it was an hour ago. I just got the oh yeah, here it is. Um, Roger Moore, the beloved actor, best known for playing James Bond, has died in Switzerland on Tuesday. He was eighty nine. Um, the star's children broke, broke the news in a statement uploaded to Twitter. I, I hate how Twitter gets like everything like that now. But uh, noting that Moore had passed away after a short but brave battle with cancer, we're all devastated. The family said. Um, with the statement and accolades and accolades and so on. But I, I was driving back from a meeting to go home and let the dog out real quick and get and stuff together is. for here, and it just popped up. And I'm like, so much of what has been popping up, to not politicize anything, but that's just the way the news feed is, is all about the president's foreign trip. Right, you know, and I'm right. like, okay, okay. And I looked and I went, oh, man. And, and it's... It was one of those things that I reminded myself that every once in a while, someone will pass away that is creative and it will surprise me. I'm like, wait, I thought that guy was dead or wasn't she, pa- oh, yeah. you know, I feel bad. Yeah. But I knew Roger Moore was still alive. Right. And I had a moment where I was like, hmm, because that's the bond of our childhood. Like oh, yeah. In contemporary. Ro- Roger con- Moore. I mean, is, obviously. Is Roger Moore is my bond. Right. I was going to say, he, when I grew up. When we grew up, he was James Bond. Right. That's the first Bond I ever knew, even though everyone else was always watching. You know, we grew up with videotapes, but he was it. Yeah. And he set the standard for Bond, um, you know, for for a long time. And I know he did other things. I just remember seeing him in, like, the Cannonball Run movie yeah. and being like, no way, you're you're James Bond. You yeah. can't do this. You yeah. Know? And, you know, my dad it, has always been a huge James Bond fan. Mm-hmm. And his James Bond is always Sean Connery, obviously, because right. he's the first one. And so, you know, whatever. And it was actually interesting, I guess, yeah. um, to go through the whole uh, life of Bond movies where 
I then kind of took over for my dad. Oh, right. Because yeah. no one was ever Sean Connery right. for my dad, right? right? And for me, no one was ever Roger right. Moore. Right. No one will ever be Roger Moore, and no one will ever right. be as cool a James Bond guy as yeah. Roger Moore because that's just that was it that was the standard and I remember when we were talking about Casino Royale and you know all, right. everything else with how much I liked Daniel Craig as Bond and and how adamant it was actually kind of predictable and admirable in a way where you're like it's not Roger Moore <laughs> yeah, right, like it just right. did you're like it's not there's no fun there's no gadgets right. and I'm like what are you talking about? It's fun because there's no dumb humor. And you're like, that's not what I like, you know? But it was very interesting because there's definitely a respect for, do you know off the top of your head how many Bond films he did? I mean, he did seven? I, I, I don't I mean, know he did, exactly, he did many. but I think it was like he, seven or eight. Well, he did many, and I might not have liked one of them. But I I'll did, be damned. I, yeah. I, I loved all. I, of I them. didn't. I like to exclude you know, Moonraker from yeah from the entire existence yeah. of Bond. Films, he never did it. whether it it's just him or not. Yeah, right. Just the, <laughs> I, I like to pretend it doesn't exist. I but. had so much fun with those, and as humorous as he became later, when the physicality and the stunts seemed to be beyond what maybe Roger was willing or capable to do, and they were like, "Let's just go for the fun," right? You know. I still had a blast with him because right. there was a time when people look at him and like, you know, live and let die or octopusy. And they're like, that's James Bond. And I'm like, go look at the first couple. Like right. you check him out. He's pretty lethal looking. And, you know, anyway, it that kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't know if you'd seen that or not. We were talking about no. all kinds of home improvement. No, and, and, then it, I and it was I it was actually um, it was actually a for me anyway it was a lot cooler uh, kind of bond and uh, and definitely not because it had anything to do with the books yeah right <laughs> Which, have, you, have uh, you read Ian Fleming's oh, books oh yeah 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 that bond is uh, has pretty different than kind most of has of the nothing bonds. to do with any of the movies it's a name at all. and an agency but and, the and books are very different yeah it's not uh, it's not a bunch of gadgets and no it's a lot of it's a lot of misogyny it's, it's like, and alcoholism it's like, it's like very cool yeah it's very cool spy in this weird, like, kind of, you know, it's like Mad Men the Spy. It is. It's very <laughs> time-centric. So. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it, you know, he's a cooler Bond for me than anyone has ever tried to be for yeah. a really long time. And, you know, it's interesting how every time there's a new Bond, they try kind of a different mood and, like, yeah. th uh, yep. thematic element behind what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, like, when it was Pierce Brosnan, that was yep. a different one. And you, for me, I don't know about what everyone thinks about Pierce Brosnan Bond movies, but for me, it was like, we really thought, what if we really go goofy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. Were, they were really kind of... Screwball. Those for me. were very. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. like any of those really. They were okay. He's a good they, they Bond, but awful. the films that he were no he exactly. Was in were actually I, I would have gadgety and I would have actually schlocky. really yeah. liked to see a more serious. Yeah. Because um, I liked him as Bond, but the films. Yeah, 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 very much. Um, and then you know, more than Timothy Dalton. And, and, and then uh, yeah, Timothy Dalton was like, let's kind of make him. A hard ass again, or something, and you know, it was kind of going back to like, let's make him a prick. Let, da let's... Daniel Craig is like a whole nother direction. See, I liked, and, mo I liked some of that, but, but they're all they're very yeah, they're unique very different. in like yep. the style that's going on behind the new character. Yeah, and Roger Moore was just always the style that I yeah. liked. I I actually like a lot of Sean Connery ones too. 
Yeah, right. And they're not actually that different from each other. No. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it's kind of after Roger Moore. But anyway, yeah. um, so that, anyway, that, it, it's not it, his whole style of being Roger, of uh, being Bond was more, you know, it wasn't a, but you didn't have like really long fight scenes. No, he, he really he wasn't like punching and kicking people and take, you know, he'd, Kind of like karate chop somebody once. Yeah, he from had his behind. famous. He had his famous Kirk, you know, <laughs> yeah, Captain Kirk karate Kirk, chop. Right. Some of the stuff, you know, when I think about the, and it's weird because I was the impressionable, perfect age to have those things. Right. But the train scene in Octopussy with the detonation and that whole frantic, you know, I watched it as an adult and I went. I can appreciate it, but that's not much. <laughs> right. But again, I'm watching it after 30 more years of action films right, derivatively right. from that. But I remember very much watching that and being on the edge of my seat because of how tense that was. Right. And how, and how he, though he could certainly, you know, schmooze his way through a scene, he's great in those scenes where he's trying to get people to pay attention because he's dressed like a clown. <laughs> right. And I'm right. just like, that's, that's actually like one of, my favorite scenes from those films is because it's actually effective everywhere. It's working and he's great. Right. You know, but yeah. So anyway, that's, that's too Anyway, so that's, uh, but he lived a long, I mean, that guy was just under 90 years old. Like, right. That's a, that's a lot of life. So that, that is actually, I mean, you hate to say anything like this really about death or anything, right. but that is one of the, you know, better cancer stories you're going to hear. Yeah. Right. Right. I know, at, I know what you mean. at least you've already, gotten really old yeah. and not, you know... Right, not dying too young or, you know, going through a prolonged kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yep. Anyway, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, we don't have time to cover a lot of news, especially since we've already uh, talked about that for a long time. But yeah. uh, the one other kind of big thing that I just want to sort of mention in passing mm -hmm. is, uh, because everyone is and will be talking about it, is uh, Zack Snyder leaving right. Justice League. Which I think that just happened yesterday, yesterday. in the they, official they announcement yep. of it happening, yeah. and uh, so Joss Whedon is taking over Justice League. Yeah, as though that didn't have enough problems, um, right? And then, oddly, I just uh, saw a thing too. I think this was like last night that we're apparently now denying the reshoots yeah. of Justice League, and because the Justice League reshoot talk had gone bonkers over off. the last yeah. couple of weeks right and uh you know one day it would be there's more reshoots there's these reshoots they basically filmed four movies worth of film because yeah. of all the reshoots it's a completely different movie than it started yeah. and i mean and it went wild it, it was almost like the, just this weird tailspin yeah. of ever increasing reports of how many reshoots there were yeah and I don't know the specifics uh, of exactly what people are talking about now, but I saw a couple of headlines where it was just kind of a, like a denial. It was like a weird, of almost the, like White House kind of reply. Of the, re of the reshoots or of the, yeah, that of the overall problems? That they're denying that there were <laughs> oh, anywhere, there were anywhere near, near as, that number. Yeah. as much uh, that was those reshot. Yet. Those would make me laugh because <laughs> it's been a while. Because why? Why right. deny it anyway? Yeah. It's weird. I guess it just undermines the... But uh, I, I mean that that movie is cursed. If, at if this that point. thing can get pulled together, <laughs> Joss, that, that, Joss's hands will do it. But if, if that yeah. movie ends up being like a three, it'll yeah. be lucky at right. this point right. because it's just it's clearly cursed. It, yeah, <laughs> every, yeah, that's, everything that's has gone up. wrong five different times on that movie. I I will 
I'll remember. I don't know if I'll always remember because I don't know if it'll be that jarring. But I remember when I heard that Snyder had stepped down and I got excited. I was like, good. They <laughs> right, yanked right. it from him because he's an idiot. <laughs> and then I read why he's stepping down and I felt like shit. Right. And I'm like, that sucks. His daughter passed away and his and wife then... is having, he and his wife are not able to handle things easily at this time. Right. I can't imagine going and, through something and like it, that. And it was a while ago. And I, and I right. will say sort of. It was back in March. Like kudos know. for yeah. trying. Yeah. Because on it. I don't you know because I've never done it, but I've been on film sets. I know you have. I know directors and I know how intensive a job like that is. I can't imagine trying right. to do your job and to be really committed to doing your job. And I'll say this for Snyder. He's committed. I right. mean, sometimes he should be committed, but he is committed to making the film that he wants the best that he can. I can't imagine doing that with the grief and the with problems the, that come right. with losing your Ex- child. Like, except that's that, uh, you know, I, so. can, I can see the theory that I will distract myself. Yeah, I can too. Nothing, what is, better nothing way to would be better than to just full be distraction. Yeah, absolutely right. occupied yeah. with stuff 24 So, our, you know, I feel bad. I, I really wish they had pulled it from him just because they realized, you know, he's not the right guy for the job. Not that this happened. So that sucks. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so getting on to the movies. Uh, King Arthur. Oh, yeah. I got to write down your thing. <laughs> King Arthur, uh, Legend of the Sword. Well, right, because right. just <laughs> King Arthur is not good not enough. Good enough. This <laughs> is, uh, it, it's Charlie Hunnam yep. uh, from... Uh, uh, Everything. Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, and, really. Yeah. Uh, and he's got something else. Yeah, he actually does have something else. Out but, yeah. A month or two or yeah, something? Yeah, it's right, we're right around the corner. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, we're right around the corner from it. Yeah, no sense in uh, knowing what's going on. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, there's no point in explaining i guess well if you don't know who because king it's arthur basically is, it's the king arthur story it well, well no we'll, we'll get actually, into that it isn't it isn't it is a <laughs> king arthur it's, story it's quote inspired right. by true events based on true events you love <laughs> yeah. that stuff all right i gotta write down uh, right here um let's see. and I'll, I'll tell you this one um i'm gonna guess that if i could sort of change my rating now yeah right now that i've seen alien <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Covenant, right. King Arthur. Here's some foreshadowing. King Arthur might want to cut me right. a check. Right. Oh, yeah, you're say, about to build. And say, please rate it differently now. Right. I got <laughs> now, your rating down, but I don't, know, I don't know how good this is. Uh, yeah, King Arthur, I gave uh, two. Yeah, I gave you. I had you at a three. I was at, uh, you know what's really funny? I'm at three and a half. I don't know if I can really justify and remember why. <laughs> Exactly. Like I remember bits and pieces. Let me let me fix. You your, have to watch it again. Let me put your three to a two. No, <laughs> if I'm, the, you know what's really funny. Speaking of, we're shifting gears real quick. If I'm rewatching a film in the next month or so, it's probably going to be Beauty and the Beast to figure out was that the anomaly day for me or did I really feel that? And I believe you were high. So yeah. Uh, no, you know what's really funny about King Arthur. I had a couple thoughts about it. The first of which is Jude Law doesn't need to be in this movie at all. Like no. he, they could have saved several million. Just he's not bad, but he doesn't do anything substantially to tip the scale in the we need Jude Law in our film, right? And you know, rain. And and we should point out really quick because I'll forget that yeah. this is the most interesting uh, movie box office tanking weekend of this show oh, yeah. that there's yeah. probably ever right. been. <laughs> right. The, it, there were times where watching King Arthur. I felt like, oh, okay, they're just running Arthurian legend through the Braveheart filter. 
Okay. And I get that. And it was okay. I didn't feel like I needed to see the movie before we saw it. Right. And afterward, I didn't feel like I needed to see it ever again or suggest to anybody short of them being either diehard Arthurian fans or Charlie Hunnam fans. If you're either of those, I'm not going to sway you either way. It doesn't matter. You're going to see this. But there was, there's a chunk of this movie. How long is this movie? It's long. Two hours and six minutes. There's a chunk of this movie, maybe 20 minutes in, 25, probably 25 minutes in for about an hour that I, I liked. I liked the mid, mid part of the movie. And I was having wow. fun when he was when he was in the streets and he was fighting the Vikings and he was doing yeah. all the prostitute I, stuff. I, I was actually, actually liked that. I was pretty okay with the part. I don't think it was an hour's worth. Um, Maybe I'm it, stretching it. It, it might have been, been forty. It might have been worth. like thirty minutes. I, I, that, there's about a forty minute that I was I okay with. Yeah, um, and it's about that part, right? Like it is. It's that yeah. part. As soon as they start doing this montage of him growing mm. up, and then what comes after that? Yep. I was like, I, I thought to myself watching this movie, you know what they should have done? In the middle of this movie, they should have abandoned it completely. Right. They should have t- completely abandoned the project altogether, never yep. released a movie. Right. And they should have taken that 30 minutes and turned it into a TV show. Right. And it would have been like pre King Arthur. It would have been like <laughs> yep. early, King Arthur, the, the early, early days, years, or right. like whatever, and yep. just made that whole thing a show. Well, it could have been, yeah. And, that, and then that would have been cool. It would have been, there were, and it's weird. And it's weird. There were times when he's in that Bowery and he's he's living with the prostitutes and he's basically their muscle overseer. It felt TV, like yeah. it, it looked thematically and, and it, cinematically it great, felt, but it felt TV. It felt, especially in the middle of this, uh-huh. uh, it gets, I guess, even more for just being so different than its surroundings, but yeah. being in the middle. But it felt so honest. I agree. It felt it, it so... It had a weird thing. Yeah. It felt so real, and like he was... But he was in it. Yeah. He, he was really good. Everyone around him was really good. They, they were. With the only exception being like kind of the Scooby-Doo villains yeah. that were the bad yeah. guys in right. that part of the movie. But right. I thought every all of the supporting characters who are around him are mm-hmm. really good. It was like they were weirdly good. Yeah. Sometimes they were good uh, despite what they had to say and do. Right. But it was still... Yeah. It was uh, like if you can imagine Sons of Anarchy, the show, right. uh, being really good right which in in <laughs> in ways it is in right. in like yeah. the character I forget how much you didn't like this uh, I liked it at first no I know and then you, you came completely to fell apart yeah but the characters and uh, the actors are good in that show and this yeah. was like very much on par with that I was yeah. like I just I want to know more about what they These do people, and right. yeah. <laughs> where and do where, they get all this money and right whatever it, right? It, it and at cool. that stage of the film I'm with you I, at least in how I liked it I wanted to see more of this day-to-day life before Excalibur comes into it. Like if this was a TV show, right. you're right. They wouldn't even call it Arthur. It would just be Before the Sword or something like right, that. Because right. this is the in- the interesting fundamental stuff that they did day to day. The problems with you know Vikings and all these other traders and these these prostitutes and everything. It was layered and it was nuanced, and I wanted to see more of it. Even though I'm like, all right, just get to the sword, right? Because right. I know people are like, pull the sword out of the stone and start magic already, right? You know. Right. The beginning of the movie is really awkward because you see these mastodons that are the size of the Empire State Building laying waste to everything. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like World of Warcraft. And, you know, and I'm like, let's 
let's do that. I haven't seen that movie yet. And it's bonkers. And it's really weird. It's so weird that it is, that I found it very difficult for me to get into the film at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the only time I, and maybe the reason I started liking the movie 20, 25 minutes in is because that's when I finally got into the film, when he's like growing up on the streets. Right. Because everything in the beginning, though visually quite, Amazing, v- visually no very sense. interesting, but it yeah. was it was like watching it was, a cartoon. It was just it was like watching a four year old direct it, a major motion picture. <laughs> They're like, and he's gonna go, yeah, and, and, then, and that one goes, Kablam! and then it's and like, I'm like, oh and my then god, it is it is really like a four year old because it's like I happen to have this elephant, right, toy, and, and guess what? So that's, that's in the movie, there, right? And <laughs> and like, now what? I have this, and and I just it, it was so. If it had been paced and put in properly, maybe later I might have dug that, you know. But in right. the first scene, like, like I maybe get if it. we flash back to that yeah. after it had roped you now in, because I'm like, okay, well, bring in the big slugs and the spiders <laughs> and make somebody big, you know. Yeah. I mean, so it was very weird and very awkward, and the same problem befell the end of the movie for me because when the Right. The worst part of the film for me is actually, well, no, that's not true. There's a lot. One of the worst things about the cast for me was the the female mage. I didn't like her at oh, all. Oh, right, With right. With the exception of one scene when the we one, first see the animal stuff she can do with her eyes. The one who's like helping him along yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was so weirdly miscast or miswritten. It's just bad. But later as the movie realizes, hey, we've been running for an hour and 50 we got to wrap this up. We better do something. Make something magical happen. Right. And then there's a big snake thing, and then the magic, and then it just goes... And then it goes... Yeah. And and it's the end. And I'm like... And we're done. That is so weirdly unsatisfying. And right at the end, too, that whole battle... Yeah. Right. It was the weirdest thing. It reminded me, in a way, of Kong. Yes. Because I'm watching this stuff, and somebody thinks that I'm really impressed with this. Yeah. Because they are. And I'm yeah. just going, what in the... It, it's... We built up to this giant battle that there's no way to care about watching the battle. At all. There's nothing right. interesting about the battle. Yep. And it's almost... Um, you know, when you're watching a movie, you hate to say that you know the good guy is going to win yeah. can possibly be like a negative trait right. of the movie, right? Right. Because... Duh, right? right? I mean, it's right. not. Guess you, what? You didn't. You didn't solve anything because you know that the good guy's going to win, right? Right. But in this case, it that I almost understood that as an argument for being a bad thing, because they made the bad guy. So it's like if all of a sudden it was like King Arthur versus Superman, right? And Superman comes down, and then you go, but wait, I know King Arthur's going to win, right? Even right. though it's absolutely impossible. Right. And then all of a sudden I'm going, you know, that is kind of a negative that I know right. he's going to win because you can't even watch this weird yeah. video game nonsense fight. Yeah. It, it takes, it sucks every, whatever it was trying to build, it's like sucks it all out yeah. and goes, don't like it that much. Right. I mean, it's, <laughs> right. It's so, and for me too, one of the problems for me is that it just the whole outline of the plot, little parts of the plot, I'm yeah. okay with. Obviously, I, you know, we like that one part, but overall, the plot is so the plot is like you're high, right? And you've got all the various King Arthur legends, <laughs> and you're looking at somebody starts reading up on this and goes, you know, 
I thought this was always this. and But right. no, this other King Arthur legend has nothing to do with the Lady of the Lake. And right. this other one has nothing to do with pulling the sword out of the stone. Right. Well, let's mix right. them all together. Yeah. But let's make them all. It's almost like they were trying to make this movie without having to call it King Arthur and get by some kind of copyright, copyright kind of that yeah, doesn't I exist I thought on that King Arthur. Because it's very clear at times they're the, skirting right the around movie, things. Yeah, the movie is weirdly like <sighs> yeah. the toy that you it's, buy at the dollar store where it's, it's like so just different enough. King Adam. Yeah. <laughs> right. And his, and his sword Excelsior. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, look. And then it your was. friend is like, what kind of ghetto and is then, that? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's the... Uh, yeah. The magical oh. <laughs> creature that tries to fight him. Right. That came out. That's like from another movie. We had this creature. Right. This, it, <laughs> in a lot of ways, I it, it reminded me of watching f- stuff from the 40s. Yeah. Where yeah. you'd make a movie l- where studios were turning out like 10 movies a day. <laughs> yeah. And you would have stuff where, I don't know, we have this suit still from the other one. <laughs> so now that's in this movie. Right. And you're and they're they got like the weird sea hag yeah. floating around thing, and you're like, what the hell is that from? That's I, that was so. That's not that even from so any Arthur. I actually kind of liked anything. it, but I was like, I don't even like this. I would have liked that actually if they'd have made some sense out of it. <laughs> he rings which a bell, and then like the monopod, I don't even know what to call that thing. The trioptocopus. I don't like, know. You know. Anyway, it was weird. But. I don't know. It was crazy, and it just made for this whole thing like. What we wanted to do was find some excuse to make the bad guy even worse. And so how we do that is he has to sacrifice somebody that he loves in order to get his power. Well, we're going to have to have him sacrifice someone to someone or something or whatever in order to get that power. (laughs) So what suit do you still have in the back lot? Oh, we've got this mermaid thing that we never used and we can, it's like live action Ursula. Yeah, right. And I (laughs) see somebody in a board meeting going, ooh, Phil, that's good. Right, right. How about this? You know, I mean, anyway. It was so, it was so donkey with all of the different things that it was trying to do. And then it was... And then there was this part with the being trained by the Kung Fu master. Oh, man. And then we have to do something with that later. So we're going to need that big super battle that we can have. It was so weird. It it felt to me like eight different directors (laughs) were given 20 minute chunks of the movie and nobody knew what anybody else was doing. And what would happen is then they then they finish and they all come together. Right. And then, and now we're in a big room going, Scott, why is there a Ursula thing? I don't know, but fit it in somewhere. Right. And then yeah, it's I like, it. Bob, right. you got a Kung Fu guy in my King Arthur movie. <laughs> Make it work. Right, right. <laughs> and like, now we've got it and all filmed someone, and you and have then, to do something Exactly. It. That's actually the best because then someone's like, where the hell is Merlin? They're like, well, I got a mage. And like, a what? They're like, I thought that's what you said. I thought you had Merlin. Right, yeah. Like, nobody has Merlin. Great. <laughs> then, Great, John. Like now we've got to put it's on you, you and know? then we get to the end of the movie yeah. and and, oh, and it's like it's like it they, is actually it's like they a, ended it yeah and they were done and then somebody said where's Merlin, <laughs> where's Merlin? and they went well too late now end, end credits <laughs> right. you know uh, there is nothing at the end I, I don't know we didn't stay we there barely we barely stayed the to the end end but um yeah it, it, you know Rick Riordan's uh. Percy Jackson stuff. There was a time in the film where I realized like what they're trying to do. It's just like what you said. It feels like they're trying to make this for people who don't want to read. 
Right. And they just want like the CW crowd to watch this, this and like it. This would be an awesome thing. It was so thing. weird. This would be an awesome thing, frankly. Um, it's almost worth making this movies, making this movie yeah. so that in a couple of years, we will get the memes on the internet of the people who turned in their reports <laughs> right. in high on, school. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, God, that'd be great. <laughs> when they uh, were supposed to read uh, King Arthur. I, I really... I, <laughs> someone's like i don't even know what movie this is from because right. i would never have seen that uh charlie hunnam's really good uh jaman he is, is really he's good. weirdly good even in the parts where i hate him yeah i think it's uh because i hate the character right and it there is this kind of flip side thing going on that's weird because i i like him in this movie even when i don't like his character or what's yeah. supposed to happen or I what agree. he's doing yep and uh, and on the other side of that, like you said, the mage, uh, I can't stand her can't, even when yeah. I kind of like what she's doing or right. I think maybe that would be an interesting thing to do, right. but I can't stand watching her do it. You it, know, watching her do the animal stuff only made me think of Mark Singer and I want them to remake the Beastmaster. Right. Like now they got it. Right. Now she's like manimal. She's doing the eyes and stuff. There's one guy, I actually got to look up his name because I know his face. I just forget his name. Um, Aiden Gillen. I, I love seeing that guy in movies. I almost, every time he's on um, a cast, I always think, well, that's the bad guy. Right. Like, cause he's almost always like one of these guys. He's, I just, he's not even in it very much. He's just a guy that helps Charlie Hunnam through the, through his stuff. But, it, and it's weird. I didn't even realize Eric Bana was in the movie until he was in the movie. And I went, oh right. my God. Me too. I didn't even know that. That's, but that's almost becoming his trademark. And isn't I, it? To I sneak in. Yeah. That he's in the, he's the person who gets killed really early. Right. And I almost said something to you about it when we were watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he does kind of come back for a little bit, Just at least spit, yeah. sort of, right. uh, because right. there's more flashback. But that is weirdly becoming his gig. That's his, that that's his he, You need somebody to die really quick at the beginning of your movie. Right. I just want to keep acting. Right. I just want my IMDB right. page to be active. I, I like I like Guy Ritchie's movies more often than I don't, and I like the visual style of his films more often than I don't. This is a Guy Ritchie film. There's a bunch of stuff in there right. that I really liked looking at. I really liked it. And then there's a bunch of stuff where I'm like, this just is not interesting. It's it's, it's, it's just, just you silly. thinking it's great. And it's, it's not. It's right. we, it's weird because I feel like I should be criticizing this movie for being stupid, except <laughs> that it's not. It's silly. It's silly. It, it's right. It's very silly. It's but like not going towards comical silly. It's just misappropriated. It's like yeah. you could watch this movie with the Benny Hill soundtrack yeah. on behind it. Yeah. And, and as far as Guy Ritchie, I will say I like most everything in the movie yeah. visually, except the one fight part. Um, where, you know, now that we've had the Lord of the Ring movies, right. everyone has they all want that. taken off with this thing where if you can't tell what's happening, that's right. a really good fight scene. Right. And in the Lord of the Rings, right. I think it works really that. good. Yep. And I think they do it really well. Right. And I think since then, everyone's tried to do yeah. that, and I've never liked it again. I, yeah. I don't think anyone... It's a hard thing to pull off. It I don't really think is. anyone has ever done that and there's parts in this where it's where it's like we're watching them because they got like a GoPro on, yeah, and, yeah, and they're running and through they're the running. streets. And those I'm like, were, give those me were a horrible. Break. That looked like your test footage <laughs> right. to see if the light was right. Don't right. put that in there. Right. Yeah, it, I was just gonna say it's the that, side view. The that GoPro was, that was weird. That was awkward. And and it's weird because it just pops up. 
It is, of, and it doesn't happen again except in the, in that small chunk of stuff. Like it's just so weirdly yeah. randomized. It, it, I mean, I like the way we think of the movies. Like I think they came to the set and they rolled a die and they're like, "Oh, today's GoPro day." Right. Like you don't right. get the units, you don't get a steady cam, right. just run with them. Right. You know, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Somebody took a day off and they were like, "Ah, we'll make it work." There, there are so many films out there that are more fun and more enjoyable and than the this. insane budget this had so as, oh, so, as yeah. soon as this hit theaters everyone obviously started talking about how much money it's going to lose yeah and it's going to be gigantic yep and uh, <laughs> this is a movie where i don't really get the budget though i mean it clearly I... has tons of special effects money yep. and uh and all that but it doesn't have like 10 of the biggest stars that ever no. worked. No. And it doesn't, I don't know. There's a lot of this that it just feels like it shouldn't be that expensive. Right. It's not the next Avengers movie, although in its own way it wishes it's it were or whatever. Man, the catering must have been great. <clears throat> but they must have had like lobster every day for <clears throat> everything. And, you know, but yeah, I, I look sometimes and, when it started, and, I thought it was. What's in the... so weird too is that. It didn't have the marketing behind it for a right. movie that had that kind of budget. <laughs> yeah. It was not everywhere all the time. It's like they gave up. It's like yeah. they spent that much money making it and then went, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Guess no that, point that's in it. Right. throwing good money after bad. Yeah, because there's nobody in back, the film, right? even even as charismatic and, you know, um, commanding as Hunnam is, he's not that big of a star yet. You just can't push that out. Well, like, guess what? This is the new Charlie Hunnam He's film. not that big a star. He he kind of is a big star in he, his own way. He certainly way, is in his but way. But he's not a star, I think, in the way that you can just put him in anything. Right. You still have right. to keep him in his world. Yep. And, th- and I don't think, I think everyone thought, this is his world. It's weird action, sure. whatever. Yeah. But it's like the equivalent of, you know, remaking Gone with the Wind yeah. with starring Charlie Hunnam. That's yeah. not going to work. You're not bringing in his fans right. for this. And apparently right. the people who are his fans, and he's got plenty of them and he's good. Yeah. But it just didn't translate no. to, now I'll go watch your King Arthur movie. Right. And man, right. yeah, no one showed up. Yeah. Uh, and with good reason, don't. Yeah, skip that. Don't one. don't go see. I those. mean, that might be a cable TV rent or maybe a and then, red box. And I don't know, that, but that's. And then all of a sudden, you think because it's been a long time since we had the elephants, right? Yeah. And we watched <laughs> the, we watched the man. the middle part that we kind of liked, right? Yep. And you think, yep. okay, we're going one certain way, right? And maybe stuff is progressing in a kind of an interesting way, whatever. And then all of a sudden, giant snake. Yeah. And like, you're like, out of nowhere. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cutting room floor. Somebody had a snake somewhere and, and just dropped it. And it's a giant snake that it's, it's not just that it's a weird giant snake, but it's a weird giant snake that doesn't instantly end the movie. And you go, right. How? how? Like, how, how is that? Not, how are we not just done? How is that not? Uh, uh, I still anyway. love. I still love. Yours is the best interpretation. Where everybody had twenty minutes and just come back after five months and we've got our movie. And then they're like, "I thought you had this. That doesn't work. I together. had this. No. What do you mean that I snake? Oh, that's not what that was. Smoke. I had smoke. Right. You know. Wow. Anyway. But I. Thought, I thought we were doing the Lady of the Lake version right. of the... Yeah, and that <laughs> whole thing is so weirdly... 
intersped. That and was like that it, was it represented too. itself in one way, and then later, half hour later, it's a totally different thing, and neither of them are right, uh-huh. and they're all over the place. Like right. if you're if you're a fanatic about the legend of those stories, this will drive you crazy. You'll well, leave with fingernail marks. Well, in the chair. and so much of it. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, too, if you'll you're be too, really bad. If like, you're too invested in the real thing. Yeah. <clears> this you're, is absolutely, you're not going to love it for you, but, but it also just doesn't, it, it, I don't like movies that don't think about their own world. Yeah. And, right. Me, me too. And, and what might happen. Right. Especially yeah. when you go so far out of your way in the universe that this movie has created for so long, where he spent his whole life growing up. Right. In this world where it's, uh, you know, super imp- oppressive, uh, bad king guy yeah. is ruling the land and everyone hates him and on, on and on forever. Yeah. To the extent that he has uh, taken it upon himself now that the sword has shown up. Right. To force everyone in his world to go try and pull it out of the stone. Right. But didn't just pick up the whole rock and go dump it in the ocean somewhere. Right. <laughs> what, sure. if, what if we just don't have Let's someone just do pull that. it out? How about right? that? Yeah. I don't know. The whole it, it it's so screwball. But then you but then you're trying to think about the movie with when you absolutely elephant, the yeah, snake and don't the, don't put a whatever. thought. Yeah. yeah. That's your mistake. So. Anyway, so uh don't go see that. I right. am uh before we uh take off from this movie. <laughs> oh, more. <clears throat> I, I want to know what. So, what was good about it? You gave it a big whopping. I gave it a three and a half. Whatever you gave it, it a chunk of the film. Just because you like the middle, I I very much like the middle, and I like the cast. Uh, this is one of these things. Like beside the woman who was the mage, and I don't think she was horrible. I just didn't like her character and what right. she had to do. But what she did wasn't bad with it. Um. I, I thought the cast was strong. I liked Guy Ritchie, and I liked the visual of most things once I could settle into it. And for that 45, 55-minute chunk, which is a half of the film, I was actually having fun with it. You know, And I feel like it was not... That doesn't equate... <clears throat> excuse me. That doesn't equate into an average movie. Yeah. Because an average movie is better than this. But for the stuff that I had fun with, like... Charlie Hunnam. It was and worth inter- at least a little. It was like three stars, three and a half stars yeah. for me. It, it, yeah, I, you know, I had my parts that I liked. It just didn't. It just didn't make it worth it. And part of it, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, like part of it was the absurdity and hilarity and stupidity of the decisions. See, like see, I actually embraced that and thing. had fun with it. If this movie would have just gone with it, I know. Like when it would have been to the, awesome. If, it, the, if this movie would have just gone, like you said, you know, now I want him to remake Beastmaster. I just right? want if that this movie go. Would, if this yeah. movie would have made do it. Oh, that would have been great. I would have been nine. It would have been, it would have been a awesome. classic movie. Exactly. You'd, you'd right. have tried to buy it on the way out of the theater. When, <laughs> when this, <laughs> when the snake comes in, I, I was immediately repulsed in it and bothered. And then like, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I do. I love it. And then when I it didn't, and then when it made no sense, I went, yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't Except, even know how this is going to end. But they couldn't even do that. I know. They couldn't even like had, bring that I had, together. I had it fun. It would have been awesome if the, they would have just said, look, <laughs> this is redonkulous. If it had cut and actually let's like, just Guy Ritchie and shown been like, look, this is the part I got to apologize <laughs> right. for. No, there, there was legitimately a part where because I'm so 
not interested in the movie anyway. Right. I have the freedom to just go, let's be fun. <laughs> Let, and I and I actually had, but I mean, look, I, the difference between two, two and a half and three, three and a half is very small. Right. <laughs> My enjoyment in these dumb moments that weren't even within the window of the movie I enjoyed, uh, now I'm basically just picking on it, right. you know, but I'm not afraid to just pick yeah, on it. So right. that's really it. All right, so uh, King Arthur, don't go see that. Um, yeah. Alien Covenant. Now Covenant. we gotta we gotta run in with Alien Covenant, and yeah. I and again, there's no point in explaining this. It's uh, right. Ridley Scott's next Alien it's adventure. It's sequel to Prometheus. You either know what's going on or you don't. Right. Um, so we got to jump right in with the ratings, and I feel like I have to make you go first. One. Damn. I'm at one, and, was, I've, and I've got hope, you. I was hoping for a little something. I've got you pegged at zero. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Are you at zero? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I had that rate down. I'm like, he's not giving this anything, and I will give it one. It, it's easy to get you're the one out of it, the way. You're giving it one for like some sort of nostalgia you have no, to the no, alien that, franchise. No, it, it's, it's absolutely just purely like a visual one. Like, with the exception of the uh, xenomorphs, there, there is. If you turn this off, if you turn the sound off yep. and tried not to really pay attention to trying to like <laughs> figure out the out. plot, yeah. like try, li- right. like if you watch something with the sound off and you go, I still want to try and figure out what's going on, yeah. but you don't do that. Don't I'm try just, and figure out what's I'm going on. I'm just talking about just, just visuals. The visuals were, except for the aliens, the visuals were, you know, I actually kind of like the visuals. The visuals were pretty good. You know. uh, I'm still not giving it anything for that because <laughs> it, because it did, even then, trying to yeah. figure that out would be like, well, really, the movie's negative twenty eight, right? And because the one that it hole. gets for the visuals, <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> negative twenty seven. You win. <laughs> you forced me. Does not bring it up from zero. I, I mean, but I I do like a fair amount of the visuals anyway. Yeah, but like you just said, the aliens, those first aliens, yeah. I was like, what the hell's happening here? Right. That was right. like, uh, that looked like you were watching the behind the scenes green screen yeah. thing that they're going to put something on. Yeah. And they didn't put anything on it. It was, yeah. it was like jarring. Right. Even in the midst even with of the, a bad movie yeah. that you were sitting there hating. It was, it was just odd. Man, there's, there's so much to do here. And the funny <laughs> thing is, I, I mean, we only have like, they're, on average, twenty minutes, and I don't, I don't know that we have to go super crazy, but I will. You know, I mean, <laughs> you have to go. In crazy some on ways, that. in some ways, it it irritates me so much the way that Lost did, where right. it's it, the whole premise of the film is built on the summation of the last film, which is in some ways a prequel to the Alien franchise. As much as they try to say it's in the same world, but it's not it. That's bullshit. Right. You know, they say that because it's not making the money they want. But everything from the from the first film, which is, you know, who made us, why did they leave us, what, you know, all these questions, and then they introduce the engineers, which is a big mistake, you know. But they recognize the problem. Look, they put themselves in a big tough spot here because the aliens are now no longer scary, okay? We've seen them across many iterations. They just aren't as interesting as the first film or when James Cameron made them really frightening in the second film. Everything else has been kind of like, eh. Right. Whatever. So then they create these engineers who are certainly a throwback to the first films, but they don't really know how to juggle this. So all they're doing is throwing out all these weird questions and making these weird illusions and throwing really interesting visuals at us. But then 
when you put them into a corner and say, okay, now what are some of the answers? Like, I don't know. Let's have some more questions. <laughs> right. The answer is the question. You know, why do you need to know? So in, in their inability to actually follow their own path and then distract us with other things, all the while throwing more questions out with never an answer to anything, but, oh, look, visual, and oh, it's been a while, we need a new alien, it's mind-numbing, it's frustrating, and it's discouraging to have any faith at all in a series that at one time was really fun. But now this is what happens when you put a series on life support and you're just sucking the marrow out of it for money. Right. There are no good ideas. You put talented people in that can make a visually interesting-looking film but is socially, like amongst the characters, devoid of any intellect. Everybody does something stupid. Uh, These guys are as stupid as the first group of scientists in Prometheus. Like, ev they're everything that happened, stuff. everything that happened in this movie, and, and uh, this is uh, there's two for me major killing blows. Yeah. Uh, to this movie, um, the big, big, big killing blows, which. The movie is sort of unique in the sense that uh, these are things I frequently mention. Few movies dare to have both of them. Right. <laughs> right. That it's built completely backwards. Yep. And uh, so that's one. Um, all Ridley Scott knew was exactly how he wanted it to end. And then right. he had to make a movie backwards to somehow get to that end. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing is, is that this is, there are like, scores of 80s direct-to-video horror movies mm -hmm. looking at this movie going, they're stupid. Right. Every single thing that happens in this movie is is predicated, every decision, every plot step uh, on people being absolute morons. Right. And how the hell are these the people? This is, they claim that they have a certain, like, hierarchy as though they... Right. came somehow from like a military theory. Yeah. But this is like the space travel version of like a RV park. Right. This, this is just like, right. <laughs> this is like some hillbillies yeah. are off with apparently 2000 people, but nobody in this movie makes a good decision ever. Right. Nobody makes even right. a moderately good decision. There are times when people, throw out the idea that maybe there are good decisions somewhere in the universe, but we never actually <laughs> We're looking for those. We never actually yeah. do any of that stuff. Right. We get, we get the girl who goes, why are we going to that planet? Right. That's the closest That's thing the that smartest, ever happened right. to a good decision right. in the whole movie. Yep. And all that gets us is now nah, we can go look at it. It's close enough. Why, we'll just swing why by. would we not go look at yeah. it? Yeah. They get it, and it and it starts so quick too. Is the yeah. weird thing is it, they don't even it, they don't even have a mask on right when, <laughs> when they go outside. They don't even like park the thing yeah and go. Let's analyze the air for a little while. Let's before look for we, civilization before we just walk things. outside yeah. into this yeah. thing. Right? Yeah. They don't. Uh, they don't. This. It's so weird. And every next thing that happens. And then you get far enough into the movie, and you've got the uh, the other android. Yep. Um, because so they bring one with them, right? Walter, right? They bring one with them, and they find the one from the last movie, David. David, yeah, right? And I'll tell you a funny thing about this movie, though. Yeah. Uh, where I almost kind of had to laugh, and then I thought, does it get anything for that? Because I think it's humorous. <laughs> yeah. Um. The funny thing that happened is we find out what David did right. in the last movie 
sort of whatever. Right. And I was sitting there going, is that what happened in the last movie? Because <laughs> I don't remember if yeah. that's what happened. No. Because they explained to you, ultimately, uh, they figure out that David is not a good guy. Right. And they go, oh, this is what really happened. And David yeah. like kind of goes... Nah, huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was sitting there going, yeah. wait a minute, is that what happened in the last no. movie? Because I feel like th- that would be even stupider right. if that's what happened if we, in the yeah, last If we followed movie. that. Like, How is that what happened right. in the last movie? Right. So now, can you even watch the first movie again and then watch this one again? Like, will that actually make sense? I don't ever want to see them again. But, uh, but anyway, you get to the point where it's like... It's not only that everybody does everything and it's stupid, but it's like increasing levels of stupidity. Right. It's this, like every next gonna... every next thing they do is dumber than the last it's, thing that they did. We've and seen people are dying around them, right. and they still never go. Wait a minute. Let's think like... about something for a second, right? <laughs> yeah. And you get David. You 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 find this weird uh, robot. That yeah. You don't know anything about him except that he starts being really creepy. Right. And you start to be aware of the fact that he's really creepy. Yeah. And then he goes, come into this dark come room into and my pull creepy. my finger. Yeah, come into the creepy <laughs> and you spot. you go, okay. Yeah. Let me show you what I've been doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so, it's so weird yeah. and it's so dumb in everything that everyone does that you kind of start going, yeah, kill those people. Right. Who wants right. those people around? Well, and, and in some way, that's what the film seems to have graduated to when when like a friday the 13th part 12 came out you know nobody is really interested in the dynamic of jason Voorhees and whatever right man versus environment no i want to see new visceral ways people die right i want to see jason go you know i want to see the look of him look weird maybe electrocute him i don't care but just cut somebody's torso apart you know this film seems to just be to the point where it's like you can and you can see it walk up to the edge of things like when they're all around and they're all getting in trouble and you're like, oh, this is just like Aliens 4 when they had that thing. And they're like, yeah, but we won't do that. We'll use like a spore <laughs> right, instead of someone right, going right. out with a helmet and getting the egg. And you're like, oh, but you almost did that in three because now, yeah, there's no originality to it. And the thing that makes it really frustrating is when they do a bad decision and in and the audience I'm like, really? And it almost is like they stop and they go, but we're yep. gonna double down on that. <laughs> right. Wait. Exactly. Because in five more minutes they do another dumb thing. And right. then they they it's all self referential and it's all built upon every single bad choice. Even when somebody in, in a reasonable tone, like when Danny McBride's like, Yeah, we're carrying two thousand civilians but we got to go down there because I can't get a good phone reception. Right, right. And they're like, yeah, but what about our job? He's the hell with our job. You know, we're going, you know, and I'm like, I would believe you if you had a better motivation. I would. I believe you would break protocol and do things because we're human. That's what these films do. Right. But not just because you can't get a cell phone tower. Like, <laughs> who right, are you? Right. It It's just so weirdly... Ridiculous. Right. It, you know? it will even up the ante on the stupidity within the same thing that it's doing, which is yeah. it, which is hard to do, actually. It's like it, it's like Ridley Scott made a bet about how stupid he can make it. Yeah. And you know, there were rules. You have to not only do this, but you have to also do this, or you know, whatever it is. But even when you have parts like, you know, uh the one lady <laughs> starts shooting the shotgun. Yep. 
inside her own ship. Right. 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 And all you can really think is, I'm not scared the thing's going to kill her. Right. I'm not, uh, I'm not tense because she has to get out and she doesn't know what to do. Right. All I'm thinking is, this is the world's dumbest person. Right. And she starts shooting the shotgun. And even when that kind of goes wrong. Right. Her response is just to keep, keep doing going. it. She's like, I almost got him. It It's not like she shoots yeah. it once and the thing blows up. Right. right. She shoots it once and there are bad results to that right. happening. Right. She shoots it again and there were are worse Worst. results. <laughs> and then the thing yeah. just moves on to a bigger flammable sign. Right. And then she just keeps shooting it. Right. And it's. I mean, I don't know if you're trying to make some big statement about right. people in scary situations yeah. completely losing their mind or whatever. Yeah. But like I said, this is not supposed to be, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's not supposed to be, right? This is not supposed to be, uh, like I said, like the uh, you know double wide in space, right? Yeah. This is not supposed to be, we took the dumbest people on earth. Yeah. And and shove them into space with two thousand people in stasis right. or whatever. Right. We're supposed to have some idea what we're doing, and there isn't a person on the thing who has any idea what they're doing. Yeah, the only person who kind of maybe has an idea what he's what he's doing is like that, you know, extra number two who's yeah. still on <laughs> up there with Danny right. McBride who has like three lines right. and isn't. A person who actually turned the key, yeah, and <laughs> whatever, right. and said, right. "Wait, what?" Yeah. But he doesn't have a chance to actually be smart because yeah. we outrank him or whatever. Right? Yeah, he he's just to push the little and button. Ev- everything else, yeah. everything else that happens is one worse stupid thing after the next. Just kind of like with the previous movie, you know, right. yeah. they go into the movie, so they go into the big cave they find some creepy shit happens and right. they all just go let me touch it yeah they, right yeah they, they don't go let me get the hell out <laughs> wonder of wonder what that feels like like on yeah, my face. It's, yeah. everyone it's bad yeah. enough when there are movies that are made for people who've never seen a movie before right and you try to allow for it this is like a movie populated by people who've never right. seen a movie before right. they're not even they're not just ill prepared to be on this trip you know, they're, they're ill-prepared to let them walk around they are, society on say, their own. Right? They're ill-prepared to breathe oxygen, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. It, it's funny because I looked at the cast, you know, from Danny McBride to Billy Crudup, to all these all these people, Fassbender's in it again. I'm like, you know, I wasn't wild about Prometheus because of the direction it went in and the stupidity it had smart people acting within. And I thought maybe they could write the ship, no pun intended, but... Instead of using all the creativity to tell a good story, it's almost like they just were blinded by answers to questions they had no idea of answering. Right. And if it's just a setup for a third film, that's weak. You know, that's that's actually really infuriating because you should at least tease some of the answers. If if the film had followed with the engineers finding some, them finding some answers about the engineers, but we're running out of time, but right, it's a big right, question, right. we'll go to the third film. I'm bothered by that, but at least I appreciate that you a bit more. You can understand it. Instead, little, they yeah. just used all their creativity to distract and and basically like kind of self-cannibalize all aspects of the previous films. Right. You know, from alien to aliens to the third film. And, and then and, and then just to throw in something with uh, you know, Ridley Scott has some big statement he wants to make about teaching 
the right. flute. Right. And that means something. And uh, AIs and leaving them up to their right. own devices will will find yeah. it really fascinating to just kill us all or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. He's got, there are these parts in the movie where you have like five minutes here, maybe 10 minutes there. Yeah. Where Ridley Scott's just kind of sitting there going, you want to know how smart I am? Yeah. <laughs> this is how smart I am. Yeah. Right. And then surrounds all that <laughs> with the <laughs> the dumbest things ever. Like he, like he's looking at the movie and going, this is how dumb all of you are. Right. You would do these things. That's funny you mentioned the flute thing. I didn't catch it because I didn't care enough to commit any of it to memory. But a friend of mine said he saw, because he loves reading about films, that the flute scene, when David and Walter are playing it, that that's the Prometheus theme. And I'm like, is that supposed to blow my mind? Is that supposed to be meta? Because that seems ridiculous ridiculously and quite literally retarded. Right. Like that seems like that's one of the stupidest ideas I've ever heard, you know, but if that's true, cause I'm just listening to them but play the flute and I'm like, I, I, this is so numb. Like, I don't even understand why we're in this cave except to have right. this interesting dynamic force of AI against, you know, AI that serves humanity and follows its programming against AI that believes it's better than us because we want a metaphor for the things that we create to destroy us, which is supposed to be what the engineers are doing. Right. Hey, look what I just did in that sentence that Ridley Scott hasn't done in two fucking movies. Right. You know. And and it keeps, as we keep saying, it just keeps going on with the stupidity and it gets to, it. it's bad enough that they're stupid, but they're insultingly stupid. Yeah. Especially when you get to when you get to the end, <laughs> this is like kind yeah. of one of the things for me. When you get to the very end of the movie, and you realize that the people who made this movie think that there's a surprise, right? That's like a whole nother level, yeah, of how stupid and insulting this movie is. The fact <laughs> that this movie thinks that you don't know. What's coming. That that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. And you weren't sitting there the whole time right. thinking how stupid those people are yeah. for not realizing themselves yep. or not doing something differently. And then the movie gets to the end and you go, oh, my God, the movie doesn't think that I knew the whole time. Right. right. It then it's then it's <laughs> just it's just Ridley Scott and this movie going. Right. You see how stupid all these people are? Right. That's just how stupid you are. You are that dumb. <laughs> when we walked out and I said to you some variation of, this is a not a verbatim conversation, but I heard some people in the audience really blown away by that. End, and you went, <laughs> well, they're stupid. <laughs> like that was it. You know, it. I liked the thing that they were going to do as an idea. And it, I don't think it would have been very hard to make it more complicated or muddy as to what was happening until the end, but they didn't do any of that. And it was quite obvious. And, but there's so much stuff in the movie that is, (laughs) you know, it's almost like, you know, the, when they had the Saturday night live skit with the bond villains. Yeah. And they're like, just kill him. Yeah. Like (laughs) there's so much stuff in this movie that is on par with the, 
dumbass way people have to be in order for me to get to the end that I'm trying to get to. Like right. he's got this end he wants to happen. Yep. And there's no way to get there. Right. Like you know, there Good could luck. there could be you like know. a hundred versions of this script. Yeah. And every one of them, you know, somebody else read <laughs> it and went, Well, they're all idiots. Right. Right. <laughs> and and then it's like, well, let me try again. Yeah. Nope. There's nothing there's no way to get there yeah. without having a bunch of people be morons. Right. So let's just run with that then right. and just make right. them the biggest morons there've yeah. ever been. They find uh David after a certain point, right? Right. And they've all got a bunch of guns. Yep. And it's not bad enough uh that you think, you know, a couple of them died already. Right. It's not enough that they go in there and it's really weird and he says like one creepy thing, like one even remotely creepy thing, and they don't just all film full all, away. Yeah. Like instantly. Right. I don't need to find out what's going on. <laughs> I need to get off this planet <laughs> right. and live yeah. another day. Right. It's not bad enough that they do that. Then he's got the creepy monster that he's right. trying to, you know, snake charm or whatever. Yeah. And somebody catches him doing it and kills the thing. And he doesn't just keep shooting and kill and get David. him as well. Yeah. And I will say this though, uh, Michael Fassbender's reaction right in that moment yeah. was really was cool. really great. That was yeah. like the only good thing that happened in the whole movie yeah. was he was actually yeah. <laughs> surprisingly good in yeah. that one moment where he responds to <laughs> to the gunshots. Right. But then the guy doesn't just keep shooting him. Right. He. Follows him down all the way into, into creepy land into his cave. Creepy and, carnival. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. David's walking down the steps into this weird cave going, it puts the lotion on or whatever. <laughs> and the guy's going, what? Yeah. Where am I going? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's so sad to have a movie. like This is a movie where um, there will be more <laughs> movies. Apparently, there's supposed to be a third. We'll yeah. see. If that happens now, because this one is uh, already down like 30% on the last one, which didn't do good anyway. Right. So we'll see if there is, and really Scott can just go on forever. But this is a movie where, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you're going to have uh, a bunch of directors, whether they're working already or they start working in the re- real near future, who do a bunch of really good movies yeah. early on. And then after about 20 years, they just stop making movies and people interview him about it. And they, I'm, I was afraid I was going to Ridley Scott. Right. He's going to like turn himself into a verb now yeah. of you make yeah. movies long enough and you make absolute garbage that everyone hates. Yeah. And you're going to have people just like avoiding it, using, right. using his name as a verb. Right. And, the, and there will be other ones where they do the same thing and they're going to go, oh, man, he really Ridley Scotted the hell out of that movie. Yeah, and, right. It's so stupid. It's off. I would watch Ghostbusters again before before I watch this movie. Ooh, it was every that's, that's rough. Every second of it was just. I think I'd watch this. Was just horrible. Well, I would. I gave this one star. I gave Ghostbusters zero. Well, I know you love this movie. I've, I thought that it was <laughs> God. the greatest thing ever. I'll buy it, you the it DVD really, of this. Thank you. I can't wait. I want you to autograph it. Oh, you know. the special features on this might be worth it, though. If he's got like a commentary track, it's, I'll buy it. It's a, bit, it's a bit problematic to imagine how they can do a third one that's anything 
other than what the first two have been because it's almost I, like they photocopy the dumbness. I think though, uh, <laughs> here, I just here's don't. my here's my crazy prediction right. uh, for the day. Okay, if they make a third one, right? Yeah, it will make more money because yeah. I think everyone yeah. everyone will run to the third installment of this. Right, going. This is going to be this so be, awful yep. that it's going to be fun as hell. Yep. Right. And and they will get like a bump. It will go up sure. a little bit. More people will go to that. I think. I think it was like five. I years. would go to it. It was like four or five years from Prometheus to this. I think they're trying to time out. How it was. Long. Some, it was something like it that. It was a four. while. It's weird how long it had been. I I didn't think it was that long. But, yeah, I don't know. But I can't tell anybody to go see this unless no. they want pain. This is a movie where uh, I quite frankly feel less for Michael Fassbender. Oh, this is one of those that did did damage to him in your this, eyes this because movie is oh, so come on, bad. he had a contract. He had this to do this. This movie is so bad that people who are involved with he it. He tried to do he tried I, to do as well as he, he could. He might have been uh he might have been stuck. I'm bummed because in the same way Aiden Gillen in the last movie I mentioned. Okay, I, the uh, the other people I love seeing Billy Crudup. I wish that guy worked. I do too. I, I think he's really talented and he's been really great in things I just wish he had more to do that was believable. And, you know, this whole, like, I'm worried about my wife, I get it. Both right. There are two guys on the ship that are married, and the only thing, it's like these films where they're like, you're my best friend. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Just because you say <laughs> yeah. it, don't make it true. Like, they're like, I got to see my wife. I didn't believe they were married to anybody. Right, Like, exactly. there was nothing in that film, so. Yeah, the, and <clears throat> even the parts where, the only, the only part I believed about somebody being upset, oddly enough, I think I know what you're going to say. Was uh, when he's, damn, what's his James name? James Franco? No. That guy. I thought that was I couldn't believe James Franco. He's was in it for like in two minutes. Movie. Yeah, he's in it for like he's two minutes. He's in it just so he can have pictures of him. There's only really just pictures of him. I know, of him. Like, yeah. I give James Franco bonus points <laughs> he knew not for, stay in for being it for long. in the movie, but only as a picture. <laughs> he, That's he, awesome. He gets bonus credit for now, his Now, who are you trying roles. to think of? What are you, what are um, you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of his name now. And we've said it like five times. Uh, Fassbender. The, the cowboy guy. Oh, Danny McBride. When he was upset yeah. that he went, right. had to go into the other room right. and then they told him that his wife was dead. Right. I, I believed him. I, I, I believed he was... Right, in that moment, that, that motion. A person yeah. who's... But it, like even Billy Crudup, it, even the whole thing, when the first thing goes wrong right. and they're right. like, we need help. And everyone goes. I guess we can go. We're back coming, there now. but I mean, <laughs> I know. we found some wheat, you right? Know? They're right. like, they're like sauntering back. Right. You are on a I planet you that no one yeah. has ever seen before. Yeah. They're all. They all act when they first get there. They all act like they're <laughs> at a new national park they've it's never like been. They're to. in Wyoming. They're right. like, hey, look at this. You ever been here? <laughs> no. You know, what is it this? Is. It's like they found a new trail. But I mean, that's a perfect... And in- so if you were on a new trail <laughs> yeah. and somebody radioed to, you, radioed to you and said, we need help, right. get, we're coming. Right. Uh, right. We're, all right. Calm yourself. Like Then they start screaming into the <laughs> radio. Yeah. Explosions And then they still, still yeah. kind of go, all right. we'll walk a little we're, faster. All right. We're almost there. We're pretty tired. <laughs> You know, just that scene, that was like, that's the epitome of it, too, where they land, no helmet, no scan. Just just show me a second scan. Like, oxygen level's okay. I All right. Really? Or, like, or just we've, a throwaway Yeah, line. we've tested the air more than what the percentage of oxygen Anything. is. Like, we've tested it for 
viruses sure. and bacteria. Maybe alien spores. There are weird you know, plants yeah. here. Whatever it is, they do nothing. They just land. They go out with their friggin' sundress <laughs> on, and then they start walking around, and then they're like, wheat. This is wheat. I know wheat. And then the woman's <laughs> like, who planted it? And then they just go, huh. <laughs> You know, and that's that's just so ignored. And And I'm like, if I'm on a planet and I see like a Starbucks, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to put my helmet on and I need a couple more guns. Right. Because this isn't right. You know. And and I thought it was awesome. Uh, For Uh, me, you could tell (laughs) we got to wrap up and be done. Now we're just going to make fun of it. No, now now we're just uh, screwing with the movie. But anyway. One of the things I thought, you, this was so like some old man Ridley Scott nonsense, <laughs> yeah. like bullshit thing. Like he should not be trying to make this. Right. As much as I kind of make fun of Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. For the fact that now all of a sudden he thinks that he has, he can only make movies where there's some issue or there's some agenda or whatever. Right. That's better than Clint Eastwood remaking one of the spaghetti westerns and going, "That's still me, right?" Like, right? Like he's, right. I'm that guy. Like this is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, it's now Ridley Scott is like, I made this movie when I was, <laughs> you know, this old, and it was scary, and everybody loved it, and it was really good. I mean, I'm not even like yeah. a horror person, but still, it's like that was right badass back then right right? right. and ridley scott is like strutting around this thing going i'm badass (laughs) and and for me there's lots of things that point to the fact that you just go dude like like this is when you go visit your grandparents and your you know your grandfather goes i discovered email or you know whatever it's like a hundred years in the future and gopro technology has not advanced right a minute I'm like, they have little GoPro standing things yeah. on their back. I'm like, right. they should have yeah, a little that's a bunch floating of crap. thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that follows them around. It's, I don't know. It was so weird. It was, it was a lot like this movie had been in, like all these movies had been in the can since right. the last movie yeah. came out. Since 2007. And they went, I don't know if they're going to work. We'll just wait 20 years. Right. Yeah. And then sure. we'll release it. Right. Yeah. It was so, oh, it was so awful. It, the, Okay, like I said, we have to go. But this this really is like Mystery Science Theater 3000 Bad. agreed to give them half their budget if they would right, right. add these things. Do this, do this, do this. Because we've it, got the jokes lined up for that. Right, yeah, right. Put it right. in the movie. Get it. Uh, it was just, it was so, it was, so it, bad. It's so bad, even though he's only an executive producer. It was the first sliver of damage to my aspirations about the new Blade Runner later this film, which this year, which is, I think the film I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. I think maybe if I look at the list, maybe star Wars, but I mean, I'm looking forward to blade runner and just that release associated with that. Right. I'm like, anyway, I'm like, right. please God, no, right. Just get him away from everything. Tell me, just tell him to stop touching things. Right. Tell me he didn't do anything. You know, hopefully it's just an honorarium. Like right. you've been attached right. to things in the past, but yeah, this is, this is bad. This is really bad. Yeah. This it, is much more worse than King Arthur. Yeah, it you is. You know, by and it, far. And it's it's weird because, you know, you're going, uh, like you said before, the difference between two and three or two and a half and three and a half is not very much. Yeah. Right? Right. But really, I feel like now, the difference <laughs> between two and zero is, is like worlds That's enormous. Apart. Right. That's enormous. <laughs> because yeah. 
this I, I mean I would watch I would watch King Arthur on oh, I'll do that right now I'll do that right now yeah right <laughs> I'll learn I, all the lines um uh, and, re, and then reboot it next <laughs> next week is this week is Caribbean it's pirates is that what we're doing? Yeah, I don't even come, know what yeah, the coming code up is name pirates. is. I don't even know yeah. what it is. Dead I, Men I don't Live either. Again or something? Five. I five. think it's just I think they gave up. <laughs> pirates five. Rocky five. I think no, it's wait. five. Um I mean I think it's pirates. I there's nothing else that would even No, there's nothing there's bad. nothing else coming out. But in the upcoming weeks after that, um it it is all of a sudden you know, really starting to now take off. Now it's summer. There's, we got Wonder Woman. There's, uh, yeah, there's week after week yeah. of, of really big things coming yeah. out, uh, not just pirates. Uh, and I, you know, I still think, not that this is even news or worth mentioning, but I just still think it's so cool that he went to the rides yeah. all over the world, even. Yeah. He went to yep. Florida and it, Paris. It's great. And, yeah. and it just shows up in the thing. That yeah. was really cool. Uh, even though, he can't seem to buy good press at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The only press he gets is, uh, the best press he gets is, that's a stupid hat. That's right, like the best right. thing someone yeah. will say about him yeah. right now. I still think that's awesome. That he um, that. Yeah, but that was that was super cool that he did that. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, next week yeah. is going to be Pirates. Cool. Are you uh, caught up with Pirates? Have you seen all of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really care for the last two very much. Yeah. Uh, that you know they were okay. The I think I have to la- I have to the watch the very last one. the very last one. That was kind of that uh, was the Penelope Cruz one. I have to I actually watch. I really do have to watch that one. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Next next week will be pirates and uh, we we'll more just, alien we, talk. We, yeah, we'll probably talk about aliens God, again. That's that so bad. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, yeah. and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.